Now, uh, coming up, you all see an old house with a barn behind it. That right there is a home of a real famous Louisiana legend, Victor Crowley, Hatchet Face. The legend is, is that uh, he was a deformed man whose own father went nuts and whacked him in the face with a hatchet one night. Probably on the kind of he was uh, so uh, ugly or something. Anyway, he died. Oh, it's my favorite live-action Shrek movie. Dude, what the fuck? Holy shit. You're not dude, coming in here hating happen. already, are you? No, 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 no. I fucking... Dude, this movie rocks. This movie's the tits, and we gotta be careful because this movie is beloved in the horror community, so... Oh, absolutely, dude. There's a fuck ton of people in here. You oh, got yeah. literally J... You got literally Freddy Krueger. You got fucking the guy that plays the... I think Santa from the search for Santa's paw or Santa paws. Wow. Now that's a big reveal. I didn't know that. Bro, dude, shit is whack, man. We got some heavy players in this game. It really does for like the budget it's working with. It's kind of nuts. How many, like it's a crazy homage. I had no idea there were that many like horror icons in this movie. Yeah. It's awesome. That's yeah, probably yeah, why. A lot of them side characters and stuff like that. Well, and that's yeah. the one thing I didn't remember. I thought mm-hmm. um, maybe it's in the other ones because I know Tony Todd's boiler comes back. Yeah, dude. I fucking shrieked when he showed up. I thought, you, you know, it's funny too. That's, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's our boy, Tony Todd. And he's really getting a flex. You know, he loves that. Um, Shakespearean. Yes. Like extravagant character. Yeah, Phantom of the Opera, like dramatic yeah. drama, like real like stage acting. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, same thing with Candy Corn. He's like, listen, I'll do it. You don't even have to pay me, but I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm putting on Dude, star don't makeup. don't have to credit me. Like, seriously, don't even fucking credit me in this movie. <laughs> just, I'm writing the lines. I'm doing my thing. You just roll with it. <laughs> Which I don't even think. Okay, yeah. Okay, Tony Todd is registered in the cast because i didn't find it at first like after watching the movie i was like dude am i just like am i getting like the mandela effect i swear to god he was in this movie because i freaked out about it yeah reverend zombie is his character's name well it's funny that they're in it but like that is Mm -hmm. definitely a symptom of its budget because they're so short (laughs) so short-lived they're like cameos it's weirdly enough like inside cameos which i mean i love though yeah, I mean, it's better than not having them for sure. Yeah, I definitely went into this like not expecting it to be like horror comedy. Oh, it's a you know what? I didn't even remember how funny it is. It's a funny ass movie. Oh, it's gr- fucking great. Almost and, like, more so like, than horror. It's like comedy straight up. Yeah, it was like I feel honestly like a little bit better of a scary movie esque comedy horror. Where it's like it, a lot of the comedy in that is like actually like thought provoking. It's not just like silly butt sex humor that like you'll find in scary movie. It's like actually uh, there's like punchlines and like build ups for it. Oh, I thought I was like, no, scary movie is a lot of fart jokes and like silly oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was like <laughs> setups and punchlines and like stuff that would kind of linger, like uh, the tour guide. Him putting on that accent and shit. I'm like, that sounds like such a fake accent. What the fuck? Like, is that supposed to be a real character? And then we find out later it's just a fucking scam and stuff. Yeah, because it's been a while since I've seen this. So, like, stuff like that got me. Because I put that in my notes, too, of, like, I'm like, okay, 
the Asian guy isn't just faking a Louisiana accent. He's totally faking mm-hmm. an Asian accent. Like, this is kind of cringe. But then that's like part of the reveal. Like, he doesn't have an Asian accent either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally got me on that one. It is great, dude. This movie really caught me off guard, and I'm super happy about it. Like, going in completely blind, I really liked it. And Had you heard of it? Uh, only from you. Like, genuinely, I've only heard it from you, and I think, I don't even know when Hatchet was ever brought up, but I think we were just talking about, like, slashers in general and how, like, there's not many good ones anymore. That's true, and that's probably why, because I saw this before, like, not before I was watching horror movies, but just in, in like, the in-between time where I don't even know what was like the what made me watch it or how it came to be but it was a while ago and I wasn't on like a a horror spree or anything so now like I remember liking it but like I have so much more respect for it now knowing like what slashers are out there yeah no absolutely and dude this movie doesn't feel like it's 2006 it really feels like well some of it (laughs) feels like like older and like, granted, two thousand six, oh. like early, but it, it definitely feels way more like grounded and like that eighties kind of slasher. Like yeah. it feels like Scary Movie One, but isn't Scary Movie One like two thousand and one? It might even Is been it? like two thousand or ninety nine, and it's I want to say ninety nine. Yeah, but it's a perfect time capsule of the two thousands in terms of like dress, like what everyone's wearing. Oh yeah, no, and like the phone. The phone, the Nokia. Yeah. Even Victor Crowley couldn't smash those Nokia brick phones. Oh, fuck no, dude. I have to tell you, like, that, like, my only kind of thing that I was kind of ugh about was a little bit of, like, the dragging on of, like, the story, which is something everything has to have. So, like, I wasn't too upset about it. But when we got to, like, the fucking kills, dude, this movie won me over, like, like, fucking that. It was insane. Shit turns up, but I wouldn't even say there's necessarily a story. It's more yeah. just a lot of like it's almost like a comedy like adventure movie for the mm. first half. Yeah, I was kind of I was like digging it, but I wasn't like Tony Todd. He was there, and I'm like, oh, please be recurring. And then when he kind of left and didn't come back, I was like snoozing just a little bit. But then when a uh, Crowler showed up, they front loaded him up. Right yeah. in the beginning, it's like Robert England, Tony Todd, like first fifteen <laughs> minutes. Dude, which I I'm so fucking stupid. I mean, obviously, I, I don't think I've ever seen Robert England in uh, anything else beyond Freddy Krueger and maybe a couple other characters. But I I literally had no idea it was him until after the fact when I was looking at the cast. Oh, really? I was like, oh my god, wait, that's who played the fucking dad. I mean, it is a really short amount of time. Yeah, but it was so good. Like the, <laughs> oh fuck! I just want to like talk about the kills and shit. That's like the thing I I'm most excited for in this. It, like, well, let me give you a little breakdown for. Yeah, it. please. Yeah, what happens, dude? Give me the give me the breakdown of this movie. So obviously, the movie's Hatchet. It's a 2007 movie, but it looks like it was. That's like its DVD premiere, but it was like actually like done in the like film festivals. I think Tribeca Film Festival was the first one in 2006. Yeah. Um, it's streaming. Actually, I think all of them right now, it's perfect timing are on Tubi. One, two, three, yeah. and I think Victor Crowley are all on okay, Tubi yeah, for free. I think one through three is definitely like for free on streaming because I've seen that. And the runtime, it's a tight hour 24. 
We got some interesting taglines, finally. Oh my god, yeah. Actually, I didn't see a single tagline for this. I wanted to go in like as blind as possible. The number one one that's listed is it's not a remake, it's not a sequel, and it's not based on a Japanese one. <laughs> Which is okay. funny. That's it's, pretty cute. I like that. It's crazy that in 2007, though, it, they were already had like remake and sequel fatigue. Right. And here we are, like, still in that remake slash sequel thing. Oh, Texas Chainsaw. But 2007, that was prime. Hey, if they made a Japanese horror movie of it, put it on over here. That was such a weird trend. Yeah. Because it was the ring that was uh in america right and i forgot what uh the japanese version was called oh juan or is that yeah, grudge G-Wan. i forgot the ring god i don't know, I don't know maybe juan or maybe yeah that's hard because they're a little bit really similar they're very similar yeah in terms of like monster but like obviously story and stuff we had that we but definitely that's had elevated horror man it's about tragedy and grief what uh the ring <laughs> yeah the ring and the grudge i think the grudge too yeah um those well i haven't rewatched the grudge since i was a kid but the ring definitely mm. does not hold hold up i saw it on something like tubi or something recently I think it was on pluto actually wow oh yeah <laughs> did not hold up i remember that movie scaring the shit out of me so i don't know if it was my age or what it had to have been the killer which was like the real scare of it all i couldn't imagine the story being anything like crazy it was just a super well done, creepy ass like girl. Yeah, and even she's barely in it though. It's more about like, I guess like a thriller and about the whole seven days getting the phone call. Seven days. Oh uh, yeah, and so it's, it's, it's like a VHS tension. tape <laughs> that you watch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But now it would be like, I guess a file. Yeah, didn't we get? <laughs> didn't we get like a recent? like reboot movie of the ring too like back in 2000 like 19 2020 maybe i do know there's a movie on shutter called juan verse whatever the other one i can't think of is bro yes and is it the grudge versus the ring yes <laughs> like a movie out of it we got to do that at some point yeah dude what the fuck wait a minute when did this come out like recently yeah somewhat recently what? Like and within I was the just past couple of years, too, like we don't get any like killer fight movies anymore. Hey, the Japanese do it first, man. We'll probably start doing it in five years. <laughs> True, but it Can't might be a back. silly time. I don't even know. Like, I just have it added to my list. I'm like, well, that's got to be watched. <laughs> of course, that sounds fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, it's like a cat fight. Unless it's a double grief movie, like double dude, elevated, double elevated or fuck double metaphor. Dude, make you feel real sad. <laughs> um, I got a few more taglines, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. What are the others? Old school American horror. <laughs> Terror goes old school. Victor okay. Crowley lives. True horror has returned. And another Shrek reference, stay out of the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I mean, it is a live action Shrek. I mean, are you with me there? <sighs> It's like on the cusp of it. If he was just a little bit more green, I would have agreed with you. Okay. I'll take that. Speaking of green, actually, I don't know if we should retract something or just dial it back on the peacock hate because apparently 
the whole Leprechaun series is back on Peacock again. I don't know why they're fucking they heard, with it. They heard us. They heard us. That's why, dude. They they took that reception pretty close to heart. And you know what worked? It was the old school snail mail approach. You know, all those letters we were sending in, that worked. You know, honestly, I, I was really hoping after the 300th letter we sent, shit cost us a fortune, too. It was like, what, like $2.49 to send? Times like 10000 That shit adds up, dude. Yeah. I mean, dude, over the past like quarter to eight months... Just nonstop sending. Hey, everyone talks shit until they start get the, until they get the snail mail onslaught. And that's what the we're bringing. Seed, dude. <laughs> we bought school seed. Pen so, and paper is mightier than. Peacock, we retract our statements earlier. We will. We'll lessen it. We'll see. We'll your move. You know. <laughs> Our move is to keep watching. You you made a response to us, but it, again, it balls back in your court. Don't fuck this up. We'll see. Well said, Jordan. Well said. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a little synopsis here. Yeah. So yeah. What what does the movie say that stuff happens? Because I I'm honestly I was just so focused in on the kills. Well, this is someone else wrote this, but a okay. motley crew of tourists embark on a boat ride of the haunted Louisiana bayous where they learn the terrifying tale of local legend Victor Crowley, a horribly disfigured man who was accidentally killed with a hatchet by the hands of his own father. But when the boat sinks and the ghost story turns out to be real, the group tries desperately to escape the swamp with their lives and all of their pieces. He means dicks. Their pieces. There's not that many, dude. There's only th- four. Four dicks? Yeah. Are you counting? absolutely i was when i'm doing the kill count you're yeah, doing, doing the, the dick, dick count, count. <laughs> they respect count. well guess Someone what too. riley up? the night will soon be upon us fuck who's ready to do some haunting huh <laughs> the night will soon be upon us the spirits of the damned are on the rise let's get our souls on the move my friends Riley has no idea the segments I'm hitting him with today. Yeah, I'm going in blind once again, but well, we're talking about our Motley crew. The budget of this movie is $1.5 million. Estimated. That, that makes sense. I mean, still pretty low, even for 2000s, right? Super low. When you consider the actors that we're about to get into that they polled, like, yeah. I don't know how. Honestly. Dude, and it's like, fuck! I just want to gush about all the practical effects for the kills. Seriously, like insane! It was so like, it it was just such a good slasher. I was genuinely just kind of like set back. I'm like, god damn, this is really fucking good. Like, why have I literally never heard of Hatchet before? I'm wondering they must have got some favors in too, because like to have a Marilyn Manson rights to a song in there. Yeah, I was, dude, mind blown. Because he was pretty big, like 2006 oh, sure. to 2012, right? Like he was riding his high back then. I mean, definitely in 90s, but early 2000s for sure. Like up till 2007 for sure. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Like, um, the writer and director is Adam Green. Um, he's got a lot of interesting stuff about him. I haven't seen like any of his other movies really, besides the Hatchet mm-hmm. ones. But this dude just got super interesting. There's almost so much like I I don't even know where to begin with him. I don't want to go too 
too deep down the rabbit hole, but dude's like best friends with D Snyder and is like a huge really? Yeah, he's like deep in the horror game. And that's how you can tell like all the uh references and homages and Oh yeah, no, definitely actors he tried to get like Dude, it, I'm kind of surprised I don't know who he is. Like, that I don't know that name because he just has so much like clout. And he like, apparently has like a massive podcast for horror. And he's just a fucking. He's a cool ass dude. Cool ass dude. Um, I will say one of the things I saw is that all of Green's films have that logo for Newberry Comics displayed somewhere on screen. Like how the dude the main guy in this one was wearing that shirt. Yeah. So I guess he's like, I think he's also like an illustrator, like a comic illustrator. No, it's like, it's not even like his, it's just like a comic book store in new England. Oh, that's that's the logo for it. He's doing like a shout out. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, I feel bad. Maybe I'll drop more. Um, next. Um, episode and the third one because there's there's just a bunch of shit. Yeah, we're like this is kind of like bits and pieces of the Adam Green lore right now, so we're just kind of getting like the brunt of it, getting surface value level intel. Yeah, it also go like, down in the rabbit hole. Yeah, what's up? Um, D. Snyder of Twisted Sister. Um, he officiated Adam Green's wedding. Adam Green married, um, the chick who plays the killer in this because it's a girl that plays it oh the younger version of victor crowley is that what it is oh okay it's the younger version plays the kid i think the (laughs) default kid version of him that makes more sense because i'm like well how tall is she (laughs) yeah like like really a vanderbilt yes yeah um they're no longer married apparently but oh shit yeah and I can't remember. There's a story there with why she's like, why she became the, like, she just did like the, the makeup or whatever. Like they tested it out on her and then like, Hey, that actually works. So she ended up playing it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, more about him later, I guess. Cause there's a ton. Cause this dude's just been around and out, but I still think hatchet is like his best work. Seems like, Oh yeah, dude, I fucking like love hatchet i also saw it was saying that he's a member of um something called the splat pack which they include a group of influential and groundbreaking filmmakers like eli roth neil marshall james wan god damn uh, okay so you got like the avengers of horror over here rob zombie greg mclean god uh i guess they made a documentary about that whole group Darren Lynn Boozman and Alexander Aja. So that's the oh, spot. Yeah, we're pack. talking about a documentary about like a bunch of those little dubious creatures too, like a couple episodes back. I don't remember one called the Splat Pack. <laughs> I feel like splat. I remember that. Something else though, right? Wasn't there a documentary like based on those guys? So mm. I remember like hearing like uh Rob Zombie and uh Eli Ross. Eli Roth. Roth. I meant that. Sure. It, yeah, Mike issue, bro. Mike issue. I mean, Eli Roth is another one that that's exactly what this dude reminds me of is that he's just like, um, 
just like super avid horror fan, like mm-hmm. always going to like these events and like doing these talks and like just really into interesting shit. Um, but yeah, well, that's where we'll we'll start with Adam Green. Um, talking about some of these actors, like we said, we got Robert England in the opening. Uh, Tony yeah, Todd Kane as. Hodder. Oh yeah, Kane Hodder's huge. As a, yeah. he's the most. I think he's played Jason the most. He's not everyone's mm-hmm. favorite Jason, but he's played him the most. Wasn't he in four Friday the Thirteenth movies? I, that sounds about right. It's all like the la- the latter ones, except for the remake, mm-hmm. which they kind of screwed I'm him on. Pretty sure he was in Jason X. But he is like the face. Oh yeah, he's Jason X. Yeah. Um, he's, he's like, like the, the face. Body. Like he's recognizable just from because he's the one who's going to all the horror conventions and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Diehard Friday the Thirteenth fans don't necessarily consider him the best, but people get really? way too deep into that, like the movement of him and stuff. Or oh, okay. I'm just not. Who, who's everyone's favorite Jason then? Like, do you know? Um, no, and I think it's divided. A lot of them probably are a Kane Hodder for sure. Mm-hmm. But are people like kind of trying to be like hipster about it? Like, oh, Kane Hodder, like he's been in too many, bro. I like the, I like, oh, for Friday sure. 13th part two, Jason. For sure. And that one, the, the second one, he's like, you know, kind of like skinny and tall. Like, not like that mm-hmm. tall, like maybe six foot, six one. Kane Hodder is like more the jacked Jason. Dude, he's fucking scary. Diesel. Yeah. Um, also in the opening, Josh Leonard, the, uh, his son, mm-hmm. uh, Robert England's son, Ainsley. He plays Josh in Blair Witch Project. So Does they he fucking really because he also looked weirdly familiar. Yeah, like they got a bunch of just like random cameos. It's so weird. This is like such an insane like, like you said earlier, like time capsule of horror. Yeah, of like the two thousands. It's just like so many fucking big names. Speaking like, of which, influential. Yeah, that, uh, the main guy Ben Joel David Moore. Yeah, plays him. He's Dude, very two thousands. Yeah, I recognize him from uh, <laughs> Avatar. That was the first thing I recognized him. Yeah, just a little movie called Avatar. Yeah, just a little one. Yeah, like I don't. He doesn't play a big part or nothing. But he's but... also going to be in. Now this blew my mind. He's going to be in Avatar two, which apparently is coming out this year. Oh yeah, Avatar three. Yep, that's in post production for twenty twenty four. And then you got Avatar 4 and 5, which are filming now for release in 2026 and 2028. It's... What? Like, it's weird. Like, Avatar is such a weird-ass, like... Like, to hear about it, it's like, yeah, there's five in the making. Like, it's all been planned. It's like, dude, didn't Avatar, like, the first Avatar come out in, like, 2013? No, wait, it was before that, 2009. Yeah, that's weird, dude. Like Two years after this. That's crazy. Dude, but I don't... I feel like I'm insane sometimes. Because even people I like respect their opinion and stuff on movies, like, people love Avatar. And I, I just yeah, never I'm got it. You on that. I never I understood Avatar, it. It was cool. It was like, yeah, it's alright. It's like, it, yeah. it's like just this huge CGI fest, but like, it, it's cool. Like, it's a novel for its time. Yeah. But it's like, I really do feel like uh, people are just or even the director, honestly, I feel like. Well, James Cameron, yeah. Yeah, James Cameron's like, bro, I got five working on it. Like, he's going ham, but does it really take that long? Like, I don't know why you need, uh, you don't do one for over 10 years, and then you're like, okay, 
this next 10 years, four more coming out. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if it's really going to be like, and yo, I'm, I'm going to throw in a gamer reference here. Even though that doesn't really apply, though. Like, Elden Ring was announced, uh, I believe, just right under two years before it released. Is it out now? Yeah, it's out now. It, it came out recently. And it was, how like, is it living up to the hype? Oh, it oh it lived up to the hype. Just it kind of has to. Like, really salty about how hard it is. Who is? But that that's like a can of worms. No, just people are really oh. salty about how difficult it is. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, granted, they got their own opinion. It's like it's not linear. It's not like Dark Souls, and it's like, well, it's not. It's it's like a not at all. But that's a can of worms, dude. I, yeah. I open that up. We're gonna literally polarize our audience for any gamers out there, true hardcore gamers. Well, if you're a real fan, you'll know Joel David Moore from Dodgeball. I wanted to Owen. say Dodgeball, but honestly, I haven't watched that movie in so long. Like, Here's a it was deeper a reference. Movie growing up. Yo, so you haven't seen Dodgeball? Know. Dodgeball is amazing. Yeah. Or it was in 2004. It was hilarious. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a very long time. Um, I'll give you a super 2000s reference. Joel David Moore played a teenager in P.O.D.'s Youth of the Nation. Nation? Youth of the Nation music video. I did. I thought you were saying, yeah, the youth of the nation. The youth of the Asians. Youth uh, of Asians. Youth and Asians? Do you even know that song? We are, we are. The youth of the nation. <sighs> Maybe if I heard it, like your cover didn't really help. I, don't, I didn't want to go not. full commit. They were like the <laughs> cool guys of Christian I don't rock. Them, you know, I want to you know, keep their work. POD like was like that. the Godsmack. Or maybe more like, I was going to say Limp Bizkit, but not Limp Bizkit. They were like... It's like the five-finger death punch. Yeah, but not quite as hard. More a little rappy, I think, of uh, like Christian. Like, they're the Christian band that you wouldn't know as Christian that you'd hear on the radio. Oh! <laughs> that kind of... Oh, oh, oh. P.O.D. Okay, I, I know what you're talking about. I, 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 don't, I don't think I listened to it, but I know like the type of like artist vibe. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're Christian, but you would never know. That was a good song, though. Um, okay. that just reminds me so of it's, I guess it's 2001, but it feels so, <laughs> yeah, just early 2000s. Um, you got Dion Richmond as Marcus, another fucking big one. Um, he's in Scream 3 as Tyson Fox. Um, he's Malik in Not Another Teen movie, all these great 2000s movies. And he's in 32 episodes of The Cosby Show as Kenny. How could we forget? Um, I, mean, I didn't. I got some video game references if you want them. Oh, I mean, go ahead, dude. You got Perry Shen, the Asian of any, many accents. He's yeah. voice acted in World of Warcraft, Warcraft Myths of Pandaria, Far Cry right. 3, the original World of Warcraft. Wait, who's he voice acted in Far Cry 3? Just various voices. <laughs> it's never oh, like big I, name. I, I thought he voiced Jason, the main protagonist. And I was like, no way. He's also in uh, Ghost of Tsushima. <gasps> yeah, bro. Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, Who, yeah, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. What? Just voices. <laughs> I don't think it says. Just voices? Yeah. I I thought it was going to be another like, yeah, he voice acts. Uh... Oh, my God. I actually forgot the name of the main character in that. Fake ass fan. You know I what? And I've never heard of Ghost of Tsushima. 
The second I put it down, I'm like Riley's gonna love this one. He's gonna bust a yeah, nut. Tsushima's fucking dude. It's a dope ass game. Like Bro, it's fucking awesome, dude. I just knew it. Now here's That's a specific cool. voice that you wouldn't know that he voices. He vo- voices Jane Yangu. If that's how you say it, in Magic the Gathering Arena. I think that's one of the planeswalkers, so that's a big deal. I don't, I don't, I don't play Magic, dude. Also, Lego Marvel's Avengers, Mortal Kombat Yo! X. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let's fucking go. Who? What, what citizen does he play? Citizen number three, dude? I don't know, man. Come on, dude. I don't think. It's probably just voices, if we're being real. But he's in it. Yeah, citizen three, bro. Yeah, like, just because, like, someone... It's kind of in the background in Citizen Kane doesn't mean like they weren't in fucking Citizen Kane. Yeah, right. Same I know, idea. absolutely, dude. Um, a couple ones like one I want to shout out is Joel Murray as Doug Shapiro, who plays uh Fred in Mad Men, which is a like huge character throughout the whole series. Like mm. th- these are all like big, like these people all went and had like big ass careers. Um, he's also this movie called God Bless America, he's like the main guy where it's like him and this little girl are just shooting people up because <laughs> they hate America. It's really funny, actually. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, and fucking synopsis like that. It's like, yeah, it's actually really funny. It really is. It's a great movie. How could you go wrong? Um, that is true. Only other one, you got Richard Ryle yeah. or really as Jim Permateo. And, you know, he's iconic character from office space as tom smikowski and sheriff wolf and three from hell rob zombie shout out treasure buddies don't forget free willy all right free willy really dude actually i couldn't he's one you can't even go through to pull out things i just instantly know from office space and then three from hell (laughs) this is rob zombie but this dude has been in probably a thousand plus movies Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I could totally see that. He's one where you just keep scrolling and it's all stuff from like, you're still only a few years back because there's just so much. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just one of those character actors that's in everything. <laughs> um, But yeah, you got anything else you want to talk about with them? Uh, I mean, honestly, for these little creatures, I'm all, I'm all set, dude. All right, well. Wanna you know what they say, man. What do they say? You can still hear Victor Crowley crying for his daddy. Fucking bitch. People started disappearing in the swamp. All the locals and hunters say that if you get close enough to the Crowley house at night, you can still hear Victor Crowley crying for his daddy in the woods. Ain't that the truth? Bro, I'll tell you what, man. Honestly... You ever see uh, To Catch a Predator on Dateline? Have I? <laughs> I was in, in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, yeah, dude. Now we're getting into some real shit. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see Chris Hansen doing like an episode where uh, he sets a decoy for Victor Crowley or Crowley and uh, the inevitable remake they do of this where it turns out he's actually a pedophile. So they catch up. Yeah, like, I'm really curious because, you know, like, we had that Freddy Krueger 2010. Oh, okay. Like, that iconic, just <laughs> blatant, least... like, pedophile right there. Like, I want I want to see a Victor Crowley. Like, that's how he went and got revenge on those kids that bullied him. 
and like set this house <laughs> yeah, on fire. Gonna start dating their kids. <laughs> dating. Yeah, because and then it's like to catch a predator. Chris Hansen shows up and he's like, "Hey, Victor." That actually what makes it more tragic. Away? Like if he's trying to date them, because like that means he's still like stuck in that childhood because he never got to yeah, he's grow still up. Stuck in that burning house. He's just trying to date, trying to swing on a swing with them. He's trying to just change up teams, you know. <laughs> um, the opening. That's our boys. Silly, goofy amazing i loved it that kind of set my whole like tone for the movie to be fair yeah robert england calling his son a queer (laughs) (laughs) queer boy yeah there wasn't much there but yeah but like the the super 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 dragged out kill of the son wait how's it go again hilarious well he like looks for he looks for uh <laughs> Robert England and he's like pa pa oh fuck and he just like he's just gutted like a fucking fish and then he gets dragged uh off screen Sorry, I had a computer virus. It <laughs> took over my computer. But yeah, yeah he get, he gets just dragged, pulled out off screen. You see him like I forget the like the series of events in chronological order, but the dude gets his arm ripped off, literally slammed into a tree. He's like, "Ah, oh, help me!" <laughs> gets fucking thrown against the ground. His spine ripped out. He gets dragged again and like smashed. Yeah, he got absolutely wrecked. He got ripped in half too, right? Pretty sure. I just sorry. I had another virus there. <laughs> my my microphone magically turned off there. <laughs> yeah, didn't he get ripped in half? Yeah, no. Yeah, and at the very end, yeah, he got dragged, ripped in half after his legs were torn off. Actually, that'd be a good. Um, I guess we gotta go TikTok. You know, I don't know what it was in two thousand seven. Almost pre YouTube. You know, like in all caps, the title would be Victor Crowley drags queer son. <laughs> That's on a different website. Which one? Curious queer boy gets lost in the swamp. It's <laughs> ripped in half by Burley, Burley Kane Hodder. It, it could have been a way different movie with a few tweaks. You know, maybe not rip him in half just that early. Wait, 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 wait a little bit longer. Spread him in half. Spread him. Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah! And you know what his hatchet is. I loved that opening because the it it just felt so aware of like how long his death was, and he just was like, "Ah, help me!" (laughs) Like (laughs) screaming, someone to help him, and he's like getting thrown against trees, limbs ripped off, and like just the effects too were so good. Like literally every single kill in this, all except for like one, was really really good. We're going to sound like some real uh, psychopaths, but it's the truth. Yeah, no, dude. This movie was fucking fantastic on the kills, but this movie did have like a couple of pretty good jump scares. Oh, yeah. It got yeah. me good. <laughs> they they didn't get me, but uh, they're, re- they're honestly really well. Like, they're just good. Like, they're well They're good, yeah. And they're not spammed either. Because I think there's only like two two like big jump scares is 
when the boat initially crashes. Oh yeah, yeah. Which well, was wasn't really it right good. before the crash? No, it was when they. Oh wait, no, because they were looking at like the chemical reaction effects of like glowing. Yeah. Uh, gas. But that's before they crash. It. Yeah, it's when he turns off the lights. Yeah, like they don't realize they're stuck yet. Yeah, because they they turn on the lights and then they get the jump scare and then he runs off and then he gets stuck. So part of that, because we had talked about this, because you watch yours on your computer mostly, right? Yeah, I, I watched this on my phone actually. This, oh, okay. This time around. Yeah. Part of that, I wonder if it would have got you because I normally watch it on my TV and I actually have good speakers now, but it's still oh, not yeah. the same as when I put on these big ass Razor headphones with the they got the mm-hmm. Dolby Atmos whatever. And it makes the movie so much like sound becomes so much even better with these big ass headphones. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I'm till it's like one, probably past one when I'm watching this and I'm just chilling. I was like, it's mostly silly. And yeah, like, it's a comedy. This is like, what kind of jump scares would there be? Like a goof? That one got me. I can't even tell you how good that got me. <laughs> got me to jump because it just blast you. And I had so, so much respect yeah. for it. I was like, damn, you got me good. Yeah, like, honestly, I was, like, literally getting back into my seat, like, getting comfortable when that jump scare popped up, because I, ju- I just turned it up, and I raised the brightness a little bit, because the movie is, like, pretty dark. Yeah, that 2000 swag. It was really dark, so I had to turn up the brightness, and I was like, oh, fuck it, let me just turn it up to max volume, because, like, they're just, like, muttering at that point, when he's like, fucking, ah, fine, whatever, like, turns on the lights. It, it was kind of like a, a, a quick... Like, like a just a so bump. quick. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, fuck me. Shit. It's funny because it's just, man, Victor, man, we're gonna have a whole section about him coming up real soon. Man, Bro, this is Victor's section. But. Somebody signed that fucking kid up for WWE. He's got dude moves, bro. That's what I'm saying. I think it that like, whole time in the in the cabin, he was just watching Friday Thirteenth and WWE. He on, was listen, yeah, on he repeat. Was like five push-ups every week 500 and just those old tapes like the bang them up boys just you know all the classics <laughs> bro sometimes they'd run dry the tapes would get stuck freeze burn up whatever he would just start recreating it out in the backyard hell yeah he literally like crocodiles like that's, that's what, his origin dude. I, I hope we get that backstory of him just fucking because you know his dad crocodile's mouths in half <laughs> true he's got crocodiles to practice on well alligators <laughs> but still they're not oh, they ain't yeah. no bitch house alligators those yeah, are the Louisiana swamp dogs. They're, they're, they're them twelve footers. Yeah, and his dad ain't no bitch either. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a fucking built gentleman. Yeah, so like, you know, I wonder when that day that happened because you know he's got. We gotta be real. He's probably got some R strength, you know. But his you dad know, is a country boy, but you know, working. All he's his got life. best of both worlds. He's got those R cells in his blood. And yeah. he's got that country boy jeans right. going. Yeah. He's got them Wranglers. If he catch my drift, <laughs> that home and cooking. He's, just, he's fucking emanating with just raw dog strength. I know I've brought it up before, but that Malcolm Gladwell book with I always forget the name of. But the one where like it's all about how all the best people, you know, Bill Gates, how he was able to have access to a computer because he just so happened to be like in middle school or high school when the only computer like in the world was at like Arizona State University or whatever, like yeah. right next to him. I'm probably butchering like it. But it's all about how perfect opportunities yes. and like ta- like taking the ripe fruit. Yeah, like the perfect 
things had to align. And like to get a Victor Crowley, you have to be have been, you know, deformed at birth, bullied relentlessly, raised in a swamp with alligators that you got to tussle with all the time. You have Killing a gator, bro. Yeah, you got to have like that a gator grind. Your dad I has to this... be swole and can beat your ass. You have to been have been lit on fire. Yeah, and then God Himself was literally like, "I'm gonna weep for you, bring you back." And you have to be in the perfect like time frame of when wrestling is at its peak. Like WWE is hitting on all cylinders. Okay, you know? like I dare I say, Jordan, this might be the Prometheus of Sigma males because <laughs> he's got that grind set down. Like he is it's more than that, though, man. This proje- is no, but he is the blueprint for every alpha we have today like they cannot reach what he's like accomplished right like it's almost like, insulting putting him in that book because there's so many pretenders ex- exactly like, right yeah like the there's guy. so many fake ass people out there fake ass sigmas yeah trying to, trying to be even a quarter of the man crowler is dude or crowler, crowler. Oh, i like crowler crowler <laughs> well the crowlers it should be his wwe name <laughs> oh shit the crowler <laughs> crowler dude no that's his move like, he does the crowler that's when he like because he loves bashing bodies on stuff bro he, yeah <laughs> he, he's like a he i what i love about his combat style dude <laughs> is like pure fuck he he's a martial artist malice rage Ma- <laughs> yo malice is fucking perfect to describe his fighting style he doesn't give a Fuck, dude. He uses environmental takedowns like crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, a big fan. Of he was the guy, like, in his video game, he's just smashing people on everything. Yeah, dude. He's the type of person to be like, yo, I can, like, smash people to walls and do it, like... He loves testing the physics. Takedowns. That's all he does. He likes testing the, the body physics and, like, the environment... <laughs> pushing <physics>. ragdolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. He's a dev of, like, the real world. <laughs> he... He could even be considered a fucking Gmod admin, like an RP admin. I don't, I don't even know what that means, but it sounds funny. That. Dude, it is insane. If you were an RP admin, you're like a Discord admin. Yeah. Like Gmod admins, like it's so much higher. Like it's like ridiculous. A real gamer. Like, like beyond, like literally beyond gamerhood. Like, you know how like you'll see biblically accurate angels and like people like drawing <laughs> pictures. And you know, how like, like genuine, like real, like Catholicism lore. And like right. mythology, where like like the angels artist. have different ranks, different purposes, where they reside, shit like that. Oh yeah, the G mod uh, RP admin is like the angel of death. Like he comes down, <laughs> and if you break RP, he will he will grip you with the force of God lended to him. What is RP? Role play. Oh <laughs> yeah, G mod role play admin server, but like. He's not role playing though. Like he, oh, he's not. But he has that level of just pure malice to where he can take anybody's. Like, did you break RP? And he's like, and, he's like, and and dude, what were you gonna say to him? You're like, uh, 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 boom! You're fucking. You're literally a Christmas decoration. Yeah, he's not doing a lot of listening. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, dude, he doesn't need to because he, bro, he knows what he wants. He's going for it, and well, like, he's he's a beacon of truth. He knows what the truth is. He sniffs it out in, in milliseconds. He is the angel of death, the crowler, if you will, <laughs> the crowling angel. Uh, we got to come up with a wrestling name at some point because that swamp has to be involved. I feel like though, could could he? Well, because here's the thing: Do you think Lep would have been fuck goblin? I mean, yeah, like, realistically, 
realistically, yeah, would that be his kind of nickname into the WWE verse? For sure. I mean, that's exactly what he is. <laughs> He's a fuck goblin. <laughs> <laughs> through and through. So we, we have to create something that just matches the persona that Victor Crowley gives us. I'm thinking Swamp Donkey just because it sounds so good, but like he's better than that. But I, I like the idea of Swamp being involved. Or Gator, maybe. Late. You know. I don't know why I was going to say Little Billy. But that little makes Billy. no sense. Yeah, Little Billy. Well, that, Country I, Boy Billy. If he was like the henchman in the movie, he would be Little Billy because it'd be like kind of like a funny thing. Like, oh, he's not actually little. You know, like Lil Bill or something. Dr. Dunkster or something like that. Because he's <laughs> dunking on f- fucking fools in this movie. Like, no doubt about it, dude. Like, oh, it's highlight. Really. No, it's, it's not basketball. It's football. It's like the. Oh, it, yeah. No, he's fucking tackling people. Like, it's straight up. He's. It's the early YouTube when people would just put clips together of like football highlights and be like, <laughs> here comes the boom. Here comes oh, the. And it's like God, cutting together yeah. all different clips of people <laughs> just getting smashed. Yeah. twisting their heads like a fucking bottle cap just so it pries open. He's the highlight reel. I mean, that could be one of his nicknames, the highlight reel. Because that's he also, what he's doing. He, he does give me, like, not not the character, but more so the title. He is kind of like a Dr. Disrespect. That is actually super disrespectful. <laughs> to him? I mean, that's a great name if that wasn't already used for, like, exactly, a video no, that's game. What I'm saying it's he nowhere relative to the actual character, right? The name, yeah, disrespect fits in those so well. Yeah, it's professional as shit. Like, this dude went to school for it for a really long time while you all doctorate. were dicked around. Yeah, he's a doctorate <laughs> in disrespected motherfucker. Yeah, he, he's fucking crazy. I mean, what, what else can we say about this dude? Like, <laughs> I mean, this man can. He, I mean, we could talk about some of the things he likes doing. You know, how he, he likes breaking people and stuff. We know that. Yeah, he loves he, beheading. 100%, he's a hands-on worker. <laughs> he works with his hands. Oh, dude, absolutely. And tools, got, though. He only has... You know what? Ironically enough, I think he only wields the hatchet three times in this movie. Yeah, he got, he got kind of... um, What would you call it? Not typecast, but he got like... They try to corner him by like putting the hatchet brand on him but it's like you know that was his early wwe career coming up like he's diversified so much more outside of the hatchet oh dude yeah no he he's he's like literally evolved his like art form his 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 fighting style like and his immune you know system go with D builds jordan i think with yes. this in particular this is like his martial art like what is his combat mastery i <laughs> is like, malice something i mean rage it, yeah, like he—he's, dude. Berserker. He's kind of like the god of war. Like he's kind of like Kratos. Destruction. Dest- yeah. Like he's I kind of black like god hole, of dude. God of swamp. <laughs> god, we got we got to think of something, something. like because I was thinking like oh swamp goblin, but no, like he's not a goblin, dude. No, no, no. He's far from it. He's like a fucking gargoyle. More than that, he's like a like a cyclops kind of a giant. <laughs> He's he's the he's the swamp ogre. He's Shrek. Yeah, I mean, but like, let's be real though. Shrek was inspired off of Victor Crowley. Well, yeah, just because Shrek came out first, like Victor Crowley was on the circuit way longer. Like, yeah, he was yeah written like the novelizations, and you know he's based off a real person. Yeah, he was a local hero. But like, 
his span, his reach was so far outside of Louisiana. It's crazy. Oh, absolutely. It's like, dude. He's kind of like the Kimbo slice of the swamp. And like people would have to come and challenge him. Like, do you think the Everglades is like his vacation spot? Yeah, that's like. Like, what's his favorite swamp? I want like a. That's his retiring spot, dude. The Everglades. That's where he retires. That or like the Congo. (laughs) Somewhere South America. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere nice, tropical. Yeah, but also like humidity. Big ass (laughs) alligators or crocodiles. Oh yeah, no. He (laughs) he wants like Australian esque animal, like wildlife, something that gives him a challenge. I think, dude. If we put, dude, we put this guy in Australia. He like he would just probably be unstoppable. He would be like the perfect crowd control for all other like animal life. He is he's like the Tarzan of alligators and crocodiles. But like he is he's honestly such a good Tarzan. He had to whoop their ass to be their leader, but that doesn't mean he hates them. Like he wants he just to has be to show that he has to give them the confidence to rely on him for all of the executive decisions. Do you know how many alligators fingers he had to put in their buttholes to get them to understand he's the alpha countless to roll over on their belly with just bare hands finger in the butt tell him who's boss thousands nine to five every day (laughs) that's all he did uh he eats animals like raw dogs like an alligator actually and like yeah I mean, again, uh, like that's just Myers. where the Sigma male grind said because, like, he's saving a fuck ton of money. Like, who needs electricity? Who needs fire? I mean, he's probably immune to most diseases because of that. Definitely yeah, right. COVID. Yeah, no, like, his immune... Like, bro, he's a fucking tank, man. Tank is so true. I mean, that's one of the words I put down. He is... He takes so much damage. He gets shot in the heart. Pitchfork <laughs> in the back. Right away, by the way, yeah. <laughs> right, right out the gates. Um, pitchfork in the back. Kitty gets a fucking hatchet in the skull. Hatchet, yep. Troweled in the back of the head. He gets lit on fire after being doused in gasoline. He gets that iron pole like through the neck. I mean, he just gets. He takes so much damage, much like a WWE star. It's just real, dude. I just fuck. I really want to like picture him as this like angelic, like he's the angel of swamp. I just like that he still has a love for it though, because like he's still trying to scare and like pop out. Like that's that, it, it becomes fun now. Much he's just he pops out the whole time. Oh yeah, the second he, there's like a, a chill moment. He's, he's a goofy ass guy. Like he's goofy, but he ain't fucking stupid. You feel me? Oh no, don't get it twisted. You get your head twisted off. Yeah, for yeah, he's like, dude, don't get it twisted. I will twist you the fuck up. He loves popping heads. <laughs> Popping that, heads that, like pimples. I mean, that's his spot, man. He knows what he likes. He loves playing with them, chucking them. Yeah, he just fucking threw like uh I don't even remember her name, but the blonde girl's head and then her torso at the dude when he's gathering gasoline. Yeah, he's a, well, that's what you don't see, the bonus footage of him just sitting around playing with everybody's limbs, just <laughs> you know. <laughs> like just because like but that's like his video games, dude. People's limbs. Yeah, he's just sitting uh, crisscross applesauce was just strewn about in limbs, just playing with them, you know, you like know, action yeah, figures. That, like, a, a extremely, like, exquisite mindset, too, of, like, you know, as a, as a hunter, you know, Native Americans, they would utilize every single piece of their game 
because yeah. you know being wasteful is both disrespectful to the game you caught and to just nature in general. So he he uses everything that he has like that's very true and he's very humble very humble true malice well that's those good morals you get instilled you know growing up out there i think young country malice is a good name for him young malice but he's young got that malice. old world wisdom that's what it's kind of throwing me off i don't know about young yeah but like, like i mean the old gods and the new he he's kind of but like he's honestly like that solid in between of like you know he's got mixed stats because i mean he he's got his youth dude like he he like what only ten years after taking a hatchet to the face that he glue up <laughs> and he and he any he, he beefed the fuck up like I mean come on dude he he's young like ten years isn't a really long time oh yeah he's got plenty of heads to pop off oh bro for real like I mean you got some old dogs like you know Freddie you know you got Jason Michael like I mean they're they're getting old man but that would be the dream yeah. Friday thirteenth and. Victor Crowley movie. Who, funny enough, dude, we had a conversation about this uh, with between me and Scotty, one of my buddies, and he was saying something came up to where we were talking about, like, oh, Freddy versus Jason. He's like, you know, I wonder who would win, uh, Jason or Michael. And I'm like, dude, like, Jason. Like he he's just like ridiculous. He's not even human. Like he's ridiculous. Like Michael is insane, but like Jason's just so inflated. Like he's yeah, it's kind of unfair because of the whole undead aspect. But exactly. Michael Myers kind of went that route too. Mike, well, I mean, I, I seen Halloween like, Kills. Mike is bro. He's like a, a beautiful John Wick tank. Like I'm at, like you know like John Wick. Like he can deal fucking crazy damage, but. He's human. Like he, he will take a lot of damage from pretty basic attacks. Yeah, and he doesn't have to walk slow. He does because he's that confident. Oh, for real? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like confidence oozing out that dude. But then my, my boy Scotty had such a hot take. He's like, you know, I think it would be a tie between Freddy versus Michael. And I was like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? How, like how? Because he can't make him dream. But like, that's not even like if we had the same excuse that Freddy came into the real world, and Freddy oh. versus Jason. Like, how how would Michael stand a chance? Like, yeah, like I mean, I want to root for Mikey for real. I love him, but like Freddy's, he's like different power scale. Like, right? Li- like ludicrous. It's not as like he's level twelve. Michael's like level eight. Like he's a solid character. Really, he is. But like that four level difference is pretty vast. I mean, Freddy versus Jason was just the two biggest characters that everybody wanted forever, but, like, the yeah. better matchup is definitely Victor and Jason. I mean... Oh, yeah. That's the matchup of all matchups. Because it's, it's weird, because, honestly, Victor is such a, like, perfect blend between Leatherface's aesthetic, but with Jason's malice and his, like, creativity on the kill, you know? Yeah, but he's also got that leather face, like, all, like run around, like, you know, he's he doesn't need to slow walk anybody. He's just coming he, at he, he's you. He's a sprinter, bro. He he's, he's an a athlete. freight train, dude. <laughs> I mean, do watching Hatchet? I'm like, well, no wonder how fucking Bubba got those moves in the new Leatherface movie. He's been doing his research, bro. He's been watching some oldies, dude. Hatchet, 
Yeah, Victor's just got that pure, like, I mean, it really is just unbridled rage that, like, just fuels him. Like, there's no, like, he's not trying to look cool. Like, he's coming at you. He's not stopping. (laughs) But you know what? If any of these people did live the tale, they'd probably be trying to be suing him for negligence. A gator got him? What happened? He slipped. Hit his head right on the roof and sued me for negligence. That cocksucker! Gotta have Tony Todd in there. Absolutely, dude. Thank God. Well, we got to. We're at the kills. Oh, I bro. got nine. Someone listed yeah. at 11, so maybe I miscounted. No, because there's the two in the beginning. For sure. And then in chronological order, it's uh, Free Willy. Oh. <laughs> uh, Office I, for- I forgot his actual name. I know his last name being Riley. Uh, and then you have his wife. And then you have, I think, the... Dude, you can't just blow past those two, though. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, it's quick, dude. It's like, boom, boom, done. <laughs> dude, they get so wrecked. And we're coming off Primal Rage. Bro, I'm feeling even more some type of way about Primal Rage, though, ripping this off. Oh, I mean, bro, to be fair, I think those are one of my favorite kills. The fucking just crack from lower Holy jaw shit. upper jaw, ripping that shit off. It was so good in this movie, dude. It really was. It was it so was brutal. Holy oh. shit. And you see the whole thing. Dude, I'm gonna be caught up in this segment because I all these kills were fucking stellar, super memorable, or memorable. Sorry, I don't know why I added the rememberable there. Dude, he but, is just and excuse my French, but he is just shitting on him. <laughs> come on, dude, a little respect to the dead. I mean, Jim, man, I'm the the brutality. Dude had to take a fucking shit, and unfortunately, those people were just the closest ones there. I mean. You can't fake that kind of rage, man. That's no joke. <laughs> yeah, they literally killed that woman on screen. Like they, they snuffed her ass. And the amount of hacking with that little ass, that like that's kind of annoying. You'd think you'd want a big ass axe, you know? Like that's not no, fun that's, work. That's gonna reveal you, to him, though. Like that has like so much more value to chop a big ass dude like that, Jim, with a little hand hatchet, like. I love how that was, hard work. that was such a Jason kill, too, and it was done so good. But honestly, here's a hot take. These are better than any Friday the 13th kill I've ever seen. Than any? I mean, there's like a bunch of iconic kills, but I know yeah. where you're coming from. Though. No, like, there's fun ones and stuff, but the sheer yeah. brutality, I don't think I've ever these, seen. These were fucking off-the-wall insane. Like, yeah. Good. Like, some of the best I've ever seen. And I'm not saying that, like, yeah, Friday 13th has some super memorable, iconic ones, but damn, just, the, I've never seen the brutality, I don't think, like this in the slasher. <laughs> Dude, these are, like, and, and it was so fucked up, but I was rooting for, like, all right, bro, what's next? Like, you did two fucking stellar kills right out the gate. Like, what? Like what's going to happen? Like, I'm so eager. Well, we really get the tone shift after Jim and his wife. That's and that's late. That's like forty five, fifty minutes in, and then it's like, yeah, 
All right, we're turning this bitch all the way up. <laughs> it is nonstop from there. Yeah, dude, that that's when Victor goes sicko mode on like everyone. <laughs> he starts taking a little little fucking poop nugget on everyone. It's just like the song sicko mode. The beat completely changes. Oh, dude, drops it, hard. Man. Yo, when Drake comes in, that's when Victor comes in. Oh, <laughs> um, dunking on everyone. But yeah, after that, do we get the like? I don't even know what the tool was because it kind of looked like a whetstone. It's like a, I think it was like a belt sander. Oh, was it a belt sander? That makes more sense. Yeah, that because like the one dark haired woman gets like a belt sander to like the lower jaw. <laughs> yeah, and just like Primal Rage, together. she's like crawling around. Okay, something about her. I, I think he like hates the whole like college like. Oh, I went to college. Like the whole bragging thing, which is what that girl was oh, no, doing. He was pissed that she lied about. Where she went to college. Oh, okay. He doesn't like liars. Yeah, no, because I mean, he's like, bro, work for what you earned. Mm-hmm. Like, he's all about that, like, authentic, like, genuine, hardworking people. When you lie about what college you come from, he takes that personally. Yeah. He's, he's clearly disrespected by what the fuck she said. I mean, he gives it like he gets it. So, like, the disrespect he felt from that, he delivered tenfold. <laughs> he translated that he's like dude I, I think i understand what it is though like he he takes people's energy and just fucking sends it back to him tenfold like you said yeah he's a mirror he's, he's like uh what's he's that the perfect stone? counter weapon to anyone yeah he's he's an empty vessel what you put into him is what you're gonna get back he's the monkey's yeah, he, paw the ultimate monkey's paw <laughs> i don't think he used that right <laughs> Well, like, because, like, the monkey's paw is, like, this is, I guess that's, like, what you want. It's like, and yeah, what, what you, you got want, is actually, but... you know, has a whole other. Like, asking you shall literally receive monkey's paw is kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, I want a fuck ton of money. And then you get, like, leprechaun tood. Like, your gut turns into a fucking pot of gold. Right. Well, but I'm sticking it, by it. it. But, yeah, no, like, I mean, I'm with you, though, dude. Yeah, he's kind of, like... <sighs> He is the catalyst for fuck. Just I love mal- malice. Is such a perfect word. Like I'm so glad you used that word because that is such an iconic fucking. So instead of doing doctor disrespect, what can be like the something of malice or like the Mister Malice, Mister Malice? But he's you know, and he's that professional or high level Professor Malice. <laughs> Professor, Malice. Uh, that's close. Deputy Malice. De- Deputy. Yeah, because he's like, the swamp is his, like, patrol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just, like, you know, doing his rounds. <laughs> <laughs> he really, dude, just another day in the hood for him. Like, that's what the swamp is. It just happened to be a, a busy night. That's really all. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't even that busy. He's like, what? Oh, cases. I mean, I, he's like, damn, tonight's pretty slow. Killed, yeah. like, 11 people. <laughs> in, like, an hour. I was like, wow. I got, what am I doing now? I got a whole shift left. <laughs> Well, he's going around, but he goes back to those bodies. But yeah, so you get the sand belt kill, which is saved for later. Right before then... that, though, was Shapiro. Oh yeah, you fuck. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, because he gets <laughs> what? What even happens to him? Dude? He gets I, the I exorcist. Say, um, head popped, like spun around and popped. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Just. It's so quick and efficient, though. Yeah, dude, like, the, the cuts now. were really good from like the people to then the practical effects. Yeah, 
Like I, I had to rewind it because I was like, damn, how the fuck do they do that? So like, you know, like slick. And, oh, I, and yeah. I could see the cut, but it was so like just the the audio, the like sound uh work behind like gripping in the head and you can hear like the bones like kind of crack as the pressure on the head as he twists it. Like just really gnarly sound effects. Yeah, and for like however they did it with like I don't know the brutality. Like they just nailed it. Of like, he was. He definitely wasn't going through the motions. He looked just so like like realistic. Like just if you were that strong and just were like, now you're done. He's <laughs> like, yeah, no, you're dead. Not dragged. Like the like only time someone's ever dragged out for a kill is because he lets it. Well, yeah, and the NYU girl. I mean, the ultimate disrespect. She got what she fucking deserved. After which, like primal rage, she's crawling around with her uh, jaw missing, and then he spikes her. This is that WWE shit. Yeah, so, dude, lifts her up. She's like, <laughs> fucking boom, dude. Spikes done. her. Does the touchdown dance? That was an amazing double kill. Yeah, sick double kill. Did the shovel to the Bro, head. When the fuck are we gonna add uh, Jim Crowler, the Crowler to uh, Dead by Daylight? Well, I get they kind of did with Trapper. I feel like no, but not to such a oh no. We we need like the the official Crowley. Yeah, it's kind of like a mixture him. of him and uh, Hillbilly. Yeah, they kind of did, but that would be sick. I wonder if like I'm guessing Adam Green still has the rights. I'm actually curious because uh, recently we got uh, the Ring, and I forgot her name. Which I feel like a fake ass fan, but I never really proclaimed to be a big fan of the ring. Uh, yeah, of the ring. I, I just thought it was a very uh, Sadako. Yeah, Sadako was the name of the girl. So then it was like, what are you saying? Like, you. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, Sadako is the and ring. Juan. That's the name of the woman. Okay. Yeah, we got Sadako, which is kind of like a, a a smaller icon, to be fair, because like everybody knows of her, but I, I doubt anybody's really watched the movies. Well, The Ring was a big movie in Japan, like, and people still love it. When before they, if they actually talk about yeah. it, better into horror, they talk about the Japanese version. Oh yeah, apparently I, it is I, really. I'm just curious, like, if Dead by Daylight would ever consider adding like a like an indie like Terrifier into Dead Ooh. by Daylight, or like you know, kind of cult classic horror icons. Probably, because it's probably pretty easy as long as the other party was interested i don't see why not i think i honestly the biggest name i would freak out if terrifier was actually thrown into by daylight that would be amazing that would probably give me have to back playing again yeah I, I might have to you know suck it up tuck my balls in and jump back in it because that that game is just too scary for me man listen i just need that terrifier too and i'll be good dude i am so fucking excited because it's it's coming out i think actually pretty soon like i oh I want to spitball and say maybe two months from now. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> dude, that's going to be Big so watch pottery for that one. Oh, dude. That's that's the dream, dude. What about uh, Malcolm? <laughs> this is so WWE. Oh, my gosh. This would be a signature. The, the buddy? Yeah. The Chris the- Tucker <laughs> wannabe. Uh, at first, I was like, Man, that's such a disappointing kill. He just got his fucking arms ripped off. Well, no, that was pretty sick in itself. 
You've probably yeah, just seen it, it before. so quick compared to all the rest of the brutalities that he's been doing to other people. But the dude literally, like, that's worse because you live a little bit longer after. Like, yeah. And I was like, damn, arm rips. I was like, that's it. And then I'm like, all right, well, whatever. But then you fucking <laughs> see him pick him up. And I'm like, oh, shit. And you see him fucking ragdoll just. Which is like, like so literally. unnecessary. But like the rage, the malice. <laughs> Dude. I mean the disrespect is really what it, it comes down to. I'm like, man, that kill sucked to I fucking <laughs> love that kill. I think that Taking has to be my dude. favorite just because of he's, that extra. Bro, he's, he's he's down bad, right? Like he's literally disarmed. There's nothing he could do. Like he's defeated, right? He's vanquished. <laughs> yeah, he his still had to get arms that were ripped off. off. He had to get that Mori off, dude. Just pick him up, fucking bash him in again. The, the, the highlight reel. Like a smashed pumpkin. Just <laughs> <laughs> the highlight reel man that's what he's going for you know he's got live streamers or something he's got to show off for because that wasn't enough well bro he's he's got a fan base i'm already in bro i'm catching his streams now i mean one of his criticisms i would probably have to agree with is he's just extra he's (laughs) he's the definition of extra extra disrespect see but that's the thing though like he doesn't play extra for people. He does it for himself, man. He puts in that extra work. Well, yeah. He's like he's kind of like the he's like a swamp rat. Instead of a gym rat, he's a swamp rat. Like he he trains in the swamp. So think about it though. Like he's used to literally fighting alligators. Like nine yeah, to five and you gotta bash them sometimes. What's you know, up? pick them up by their tail and bash them. That's basically what he did to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like uh. Fuck, like, like how you do that to snakes sometimes. If you want to finish off a snake, you grab them and you whack them against a tree. You That's do that? They, yeah, they do that. Yeah, it's fu- it's fucking whack. It's crazy. That's pretty gnarly. It is. But that is what he did. It's fucked up. It's kind of really fucked up. Yeah. but like that's, Whacking snakes against trees, but they do that shit. That's so exactly like, what he did. Yeah, that's exactly what he does to these alligators. And he's like, well, shit. I got to translate all this malice I have for gators to people. And, like, clearly, dude, people are getting shredded like fucking toilet paper. Like, they're thin, they're frail, I mean, done. Yeah. This guy really, he might be in the primal rage territory. He's, like, another thing, because, like, humans are not, like, when you see him compared to human, you see a vast difference. If you just saw him, you'd be like, oh, that's a big dude that's disfigured. But when you actually see him in action, you're like, no, 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 we're not the same. We might be some weirdly. This is malice incarnate. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a, there's, a, there's other DNA going on there. He's an evolved being. There's some kind of prehistoric, like genetic data that he's got stored somewhere in there. Or it's just that big brain shit. Like he's able to really tap into all of his muscles. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think because of his deformity, he was able to meditate, and that's where the martial arts comes back. <laughs> just have to waste it on thinking. All that power is just. All the all the brain power that normal people have to use for just thinking about regular shit, he can just use and like just put it all into his like you know fast twitch muscles and like nerves firing and circulates blood <laughs> yeah. like synapse reaction to his muscles to tense them like increase yeah. their strength. Yeah, he's a, like, a insane shit. A machine, bro. Like I want to see this dude in the Dragon Ball universe. <laughs> but bro, he, but he can take I'm not, a beating. not saying he'd be the strongest, but he'd definitely be throwing a throwing Goku into the towel a little bit. Well, what are you giving for a favorite kill? 
Oh, dude, fuck that. That's really hard. I mean, like two that I'm like eternally debating about is the just the fucking the head split. Yeah, that was so good, so fucking just crazy. Or, and he chucks her after that too. Doesn't he just up? chuck her down? He chucks her yeah. too. <laughs> he fucking spikes her on the ground after that <laughs> shit. It's like, dude, like, like it ain't why? that serious, man. Chill, fuck. He's the tryhard in the best way, though. Yeah, no, honestly, man, dude. Uh, I always want to call him Jim. I don't know why. Victor Crowley is like the embodiment of bro. Relax. It's not that serious. He's the crown Vic. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Nickname. Yeah. But like, bro, either way, that was such a good fucking kill. Or uh and I, for- I keep forgetting the buddy's name. But um Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm. That's such a I don't know why that's such a weird name for me to remember. Uh yeah, but dude. Wait. Are you sure his name's not Marcus? It might be. Yeah, yeah, Dion Richmond. Yeah, that, Marcus, that you're right. We are thinking of the same character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Marcus, Dude, his sorry. Death is also great. Because, like, it, it was a roller coaster for me. Because I'm like, oh, that's so lame. Just his arms getting ripped off. Like, they were good, but I was like, that's it. You're not going to do your overkill. And then he fucking grabs him by the legs. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> like, you can kind of feel that audience ramp up in WWE when, like, they're yeah. jumping on the fucking turnbuckle and they're like, oh, fuck, he's going to do it. <laughs> and he just, oh, yeah, he's oh. out of here. You hear the fucking, like, uh, the mat. Just tremor like <laughs> waves as he hits the fucking like tombstone. That was so good. I mean, like, oh, Shit. I, I, uh, those I are all signatures. Like, yours first. Like, what? what, what no, I'm on the same. Like, I don't even want to have to pick between uh, the <laughs> wife Shannon, Jim's wife, and uh, mm-hmm. Marcus. Man, both both were so good. Both need their own signature names because they're definitely in that WWE spirit. Like, it's a whole process. Knee in the back. Pull the arms back, like God. chicken wing them, and then the, and then the uh, icing on top. He went. He did the wishbone, picked them. Oh, the he's gonna snake. put the cherry on top. And then he did oh, the he snake rattler. The- <laughs> oh, here comes the whip cream. Oh shit, <laughs> dude. I mean, oh my god. Imagine editing like real like co- like WWE commentator to these kills. Oh, that'd be amazing. I gotta he go throws her down like a sack of potatoes. On to the next one. <laughs> he's showing him a little movie called The Exorcist. <laughs> well, he's really giving her a mouthful. Oh, oh my god. Oh, the absolute Victor, it's not man. serious. You know it's not real, right? <laughs> Fucking just chucks her. I that kind of plays into the WWE character because it's like you know, he's, he's the heel. Immersed. Yeah, and he's the heel. He's heel, like he doesn't care. Everyone's like, you know, all the interviewers and stuff. Tom, like, you know, don't like chill out, and he'll just smash them, smash the referee. He just doesn't give a shit. He's honestly like Mike Tyson if he was in WWE. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah he's honestly, yeah, fucking shredding through people and the like pre weed Mike Tyson off, taking arms off. Yeah. Like permanently crippling these people, like these, these just these people that just so happen to be in his crossfire, or yeah. in his crosshairs, I should say. And Mike Tyson had a lot of like rage and was like from a young kid, was just just like on the streets, on the, the, in the swamps. Up. Like he had to just yeah. get out all that negative energy. 
Yeah, and now we get the chilled out, mellow, like, you know, you understanding version. I We're seeing him in his prime right now. We're seeing the Mike Tyson. We're seeing Victor Crowley in his prime. I wonder if he keeps it through all the movies. Yeah, cause it's so crazy, too, if you had these, like, evolution, like, of Bubba. He, you know, although it was, like, a sequel reboot, we, we kind of saw him, like, you know, drop the the massacre, the the violence, the bloodshed, and then, bro, it was one bad day. One bad <laughs> hit from his mom's uh, fucking... Not breathalyzer, that's not even a real thing. J- just her, like... Oh, the oxygen. oxygen support. Yeah, like, her support, life support. Yeah. And he fucking went... He went down bad. Yeah, like, you can only domesticate a bear so much. Like, it's still a bear. <laughs> you only feed him so much fish until he starts learning that, yo, you got the yeah. whole bucket, you're holding out on me. Be off on the timing with the bear a little bit on when you feed him. See what happens, dude. <laughs> Fuck with Leatherface's mom just a little bit. Fuck with his internal clock. You will You will never do it again. You will never yeah. have the opportunity, dude. You're done. Linger at the front door just a little bit too long trying to sell something to Leatherface and his mom. Trying to solicit. A couple of grams on that fish weight. Boy's done. Yeah, You're not look. just fired. You're shit on. <laughs> Arms ripped and all. But Uh-oh. I think I'm gonna give Mark. Oh no! But I mean, like, uh, as soon as I was gonna like do Marcus for my favorite kill, just the the fucking mouth rip. Oh, fuck, that, dude! They're both so good. I love both of them so much. They both have good context in it because that's when it ramps up. Like, there's a hype. Like, he just entered the ring basically when <laughs> when he's kind of like the Undertaker coming out of his coffin. Like, yeah, and that's what. The wife, but then Marcus is like that was an epic moment too because it's just the finality of it <laughs> the, and the brutality. I don't know. Both are just so like they're so good because in terms of like blueprinted kills, I love both of those. Like people getting slammed against walls and killed, I love, and then people just like jogging ripped apart is like another crazy just. Good, like I love kills like that. You just convinced so me. I'm going with Marcus just off of the smash because like yeah. this just <laughs> doesn't happen. Marcus too. You just like, don't get that. Seeing the seeing the ragdoll have like just the silliness of it, just smashing against the wall. You just see that blood spray and just the unnecessary aspect. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he's done. Yeah, he's not yeah, getting back up. Building up that kill, dude. Rip up. He does the wishbone, and he's oh, like, "Oh, right, he's bro, not he's getting just, up for that one." It's like. <laughs> oh one, my god two three he's done and like they, they count him out like he's out right he's down he fought he's like oh bro i say he's done when he's done grabs him by the legs <laughs> fucking does a recount they there's no penalties in wwe there's no penalty flag or isn't that raw isn't raw have no penalties i don't know i think it's raw that has no penalties. wait there's actually penalties in wrestling that kind of yeah. wrestling oh yeah, really you can't, you can't have like weapons and stuff what about the chairs well, because they they do it off off the ring. It's like they can get away uh, with it. Like, like bro, stop! Cool. Like yellow flag and like whatever, dude, bitch. Fuck you. That's but funny. Like, raw. They use like nails and like actual like collapsible tables that'll break. Yeah. Or is it raw? Or am I thinking of something? I'm thinking of something else. But like they actually like hurt themselves. But it's oh yeah, brutal. it's brutal. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. But that's what I'm saying. Victor Crowley isn't. He got to see wrestling when it was wrestling. <laughs> yeah, when it was like rugged as fuck thank god that's the only way you get a fucking victor crowley for real groomed into this like sigma vessel we gotta talk about some truth 
and baloney. All right. Why couldn't you keep your stories to yourself, huh? We're not in enough trouble that you had to scare the pants off everyone, too? I am trying to help you. Y'all need to know the truth. Baloney! Here's what I really tried to work into the segment. I'm just going to play this for you real quick. And I just couldn't yeah. justify a clever enough way that I can spin it, but I just wanted to use it. So I'll just use it just for funsies. Okay. I bet this means Shapiro was here. <laughs> what a genius. You do know the vibrator goes in your cooch and not your ear, right? Hey, why don't you suck your dad off again, bitch? I will right after you're done. Fine. Good. I wanted to call it suck your dad off, bitch. As a segment, but I couldn't work it in. That that could be the final segment, man. Yeah, you know what? I have one for that. Um, but maybe, maybe we'll just do that. Maybe, maybe in the next episode we can we can try we can okay theorycraft because it's good. It's great. All right, okay. Let me hit you with some what do you call deep cuts? Oh shit! As some have called it. Cool, cool, cool. Um. This some of this goes into the territory of the others, so I'll, maybe I'll save it. Um, one thing I found interesting because you watched this on Tubi, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Which it says rated R, so I'm wondering because there is an unrated version that has a full minute of extra gore. Really? Yeah, the MPAA forced them to cut it out for a theatrical release, so we haven't even seen. Damn. Yeah. Oh my god. Right? So I want to find out what the difference is. It's fucking Marcus. He's still not done. Smash his head. <laughs> yeah. He's still alive. Yeah, he just pulls up the suplex on him, stomps his head in, <laughs> and then just pees on him. And it's a long stream. And, and then he rips him in half. <laughs> like, picks him up over his fucking head and just rips him in half. A little blood shower rains on him. Yeah, and when he ripped back, uh, what's her name? Shannon, the wife's mouth? There is a reason why he ripped it open so wide. Let's just say that boy is eating good, and he's got to relieve himself somehow. But they had to cut that out. Yeah, it was uh, a little bit deemed inappropriate. <laughs> they couldn't fit the whole thing on screen without having to zoom out too much. They couldn't see the art, like the yeah, the artistry in it. Yeah, it's it's difficult to send a message across a, a bunch of naive people. Well, if it would have just stopped there, there probably would have been artistry, but the problem is with his like limited mental faculties to like playing around in it after was kinda embarrassing. So I get for his character. Keep track of when he had to take the medicine right before to, you know, get it working. Yeah, just like in the playing around in feces thing is never a good look. Yeah. Um here's one of the coolest ones I think. Uh writer and director Adam Green created a no CGI rule for post production. Only CGI was used to remove on-screen wires and camera setups. Which is amazing. Fuck yeah. Super respectable. Hell yeah. And that's definitely at a time too, early 2000s when like CGI was becoming very affordable and like everyone could use it cheaply. Yeah, this was the time and it was starting to really happen. Um, You look at, what, two years later? Um, Avatar. <laughs> well, yeah, seriously, but in horror the uh, Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause it's that remake, right? It's like when they start yeah. Damn. And definitely a lot in the uh Nightmare on Elm Street in two thousand ten. Ugh. Ugh. 
it's actually kind of crazy 2010 because that movie really doesn't feel that old actually it does kind of but it's only three years after this yeah i know what you're saying though yeah the because the friday the 13th feels like a shitty modern movie um yeah as, as opposed to like just being like a very like overhyped early 2000s movie so when um actor Joel David Moore plays Ben vomits on screen it's actually real um Adam Green didn't want the actor spitting out fake vomit like most movies do oh my god what the fuck and he managed to throw up on his own for the first take, but was supplied with a mixture of cold clam chowder and orange juice for the second take. But I feel like they had to use the first take because the first, it seems so real when he was throwing up. Yeah. Oh my God. Cause I, I was curious about that one girl in the, uh, like beginning when they go to the, Oh, that was fake. Was it fake? Yeah, for sure. Cause like she gagged and like chunks came out and then she like dry heaved and then gagged again. And then a couple more chunks came out. It just looked pretty fake but his just seemed so real it didn't even look like Oopy. actually when the uh i guess when the actual liquid was coming out that's when it looked kind of you could tell the mixture looked fake but like his actual reaction felt looked like he was actually throwing up yeah yeah um during the cemetery scene on the tombstones we see the name sarah elbert and Corey neal both producers of the film and writer-director Adam Green. And that's the one that Marcus got smashed on, was the writer-director <laughs> Adam Green. <laughs> to keep the set hidden, the movie was called Love Rodeo during production. <laughs> um, a hatchet, per definition, is a small axe with a single bit or blade. Thus, the poster image axe is not, in fact, a hatchet. Uh, the boat featured an as it was repurposed from Kane Hodder's 1982 Kawasaki JS550, a jet ski rotting on the outskirt of his estate. Damn, balling. Fuck me, dude. All right. What else we got? Um, I guess Adam Green was also a cameo. He's one of the people in the group of friends at the start of the film. Yeah. I feel like he was the one on the balcony, but I could be wrong. I thought he was the really, really drunk friend. The one that like puked six times and then uh, Ben's like, how do you even do that? How do you puke like six times? And he's just staring at his two beers. Oh, that one? Like bug-eyed, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, this movie, so I, do you know when Katrina happened? What year that didn't was? That, didn't that happen like... I thought it was like 04 or 05. Is that I thought Katrina was the one that happened in like 2017. What was the one that happened in 2017? No, dude. Oh, it was, was two, it was 2005. So this was actually filmed in like 05 because it says uh, this movie was the last production to shoot in Louisiana before Hurricane Katrina hit. Hmm. Which is pretty nuts. So if it was 07, yeah, this was like shot in 05. Like the first half is 2005, which is kind of nuts. So it's even older, which makes sense because what people are wearing are so, like, it's not late half of 2000s, it's early half of 2000s. Yeah. Like, he has the, uh, Ben has the classic, like, long sleeve skater shirt, like, or no, 
he has like a long sleeve white shirt with like a black like kind of like skater looking t-shirt over it mm-hmm. and like the plaid vest and or plaid uh skirt and stuff like over pants like all of it just looks so 2000s <laughs> um but yeah that's that there's actually some pretty good ones for uh perhaps it's some some interesting ones yeah no definitely these are all like pretty big pointers as opposed to like other couple movies we did where they were a little bit dry what about any kind of continuity or i didn't really take tropes because like the tropes are kind of more homages i feel like or like you know yeah, exactly. formulaic it's like since it's a comedy obviously there's there shouldn't be really like continuity errors that we have to point out yeah just... nothing like bothered me or anything yeah the only thing uh, that I wanted to bring up that I actually never got to like say when we were talking about Victor Crowley was that although he's like a fucking beast in terms of DPS, like <laughs> dude, a fucking pitchfork will knock him down. Well, for a second, I mean, you got a entire pitchfork like three prongs through him. Yeah, in the gut. But he, I mean, he also got shot in the heart, and he got it quicker than that. But like he, he's kind of clumsy though. Like you think maybe. Because he specced purely into like strength and dex, that his balance is pretty low. Yeah, but the rage is like through the roof. Like he's really. Or do you think that throws him off balance? Like the rage is just like intoxicating. He's just moving forward, plowing ahead at all points. Like there's not a, there's no like kind of cunning or like thinking out the next step. It's just barrel forward. So like. That approach is gonna really. That's an effective strategy, dude. It is because you make your opponent rush. be like, "Fuck, what is he gonna do? He's gonna try to outthink me. Let me try to like counter whatever he's gonna do next." And it's like, "No, nah, dude." It actually gives push. you no time to think, but you know, it's yeah. gonna have repercussions sometimes. Like if someone's behind you, they're gonna get your ass. You're gonna get a pitchfork in your gut. You're gonna be like, "Fuck." But, oh. but when <laughs> you're an your absolute tank, you know, you just take it on the chin. Bro, like, what was that, though, towards the end? Not, like, at the ending, but when they, quote-unquote, finish him off with the spear. Why did they not just take the spear out of his foot? They, like, kept leaning it. Oh, and the main character? Yeah. Why did he not just pull it out and then just point it at the guy? Point it at Victor Crowley. What do you mean? Because, he, he, like, the whole scene is, like... He throws the spear. He fucking throws it like a javelin, right? Hits him in the foot. <laughs> Dude, he's he got some game. Out. I love that javelin throw. Bro, insane. Like, like seriously. He just keeps coming, man. <laughs> and, I like, love that. To be fair, you know those, like, videos of, like, dudes throwing, like, tomahawks in Modern Warfare 2 or, like, throwing knives? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, the highlight reel. Just happened. He's the highlight reel. Like, he's not going for the easy shit. Like, he's it's not just he's about... The, the like, trick shot king, dude. Exactly. He's uh what's that? Dude perfect. <laughs> he is dude perfect. He's swamp perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, because he, he's memorized the map and like all the spawns. But yeah, like so he throws the the uh I guess gate um spike like, rod. Yeah. What? Yeah, like he throws the gate rod in the guy's foot. He tries pulling it out, and then the girl, uh Mary Beth, is like, No, just bend it with your knee. Like, don't pull it out. And, and like, you know, you got fucking Victor just charging, like, barreling over. Like, he's ready, like, the full football tackle and all. Like, he's going to destroy <laughs> these two. Yeah. Yet, the freight train. 
Yeah, right. Choo, he choo. just bends it like he bends the, the fucking like spear from his foot and arcs it so where he just runs into it with like his collarbone. Oh, okay. Like, what was the play in that? Like, just pull it out, then point it forward. But you're saying like, he what? didn't pull it out? He didn't pull it out. No, he he bent it while it was still in his foot. He like bent the thing with his knee, and so like the the blade would like arch like 90 degrees inward to his foot and when they stabbed him instead of pulling his instead of pulling the spear out of his foot he pulled his foot out of the blade so he like has a giant pizza cut yeah in his fucking foot ouch dude think of the sheer force he put into that javelin throw (laughs) oh dude i mean i i would love to see that in his pov like his kill cam must have been fucking crazy oh that's sick he definitely saved that to his highlights yeah, but like that's the only one like continuity thing where I'm like, or it, yeah, it's just like a weird like, why would you bend a javelin in your foot and then not even pull it out? You would pull your foot out of it. I feel that's like it'd be never- worse if that guy didn't just get his a few minutes later anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't true, so yeah. they could just like keep him alive. I mean, they did for like a couple more minutes, but it wasn't so he could survive to the next movie. Yeah, I will say, dude. I love how so far, because I don't know how the second one's gonna play it at all, but I love how everyone technically just dies in this. Or do they? Or do they? Yeah, I don't know, but so far as far I don't as remember. We know, I know I've seen at least the first three. I don't know if I've seen Victor Crowley, but I really don't remember at all. So dude, I, I really respect that like everyone's just done. Like everyone's out for the count. I'm like, all right, dude, because then that shows. Victor ain't playing no fucking games. He ain't doing the same tropes. We're like, oh yeah, last girl, last guy. Fuck no. I had like a couple, not continuity, but just like, I don't know. Like, just like kind of question, like the thing that they're freaking out about Mary Beth having a gun on her while she's basically alone in a Louisiana swamp. Yeah. They would not drop it. Like see an alligator, like, just shred the dude's leg and he's like why do you have a gun what the fuck bro yeah. we're in louisiana you don't do that they're like but why do you have a gun also if i hear one more time I, we need to make a count of how many times in a movie and this is just the horror movies we watch they're gonna make that joke of what's the number for 911 i know Wait, it's really? already they did that they did that in this one like the i think the dumb did really? girl. when did they do that I can't remember the exact way they worded it. But I remember it, she was trying to call the police, but she put in like fucking eight digits. She's like, I'm trying to call the police. And you're like, doot, 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 doot. But then they also specifically said 911. Like, <laughs> um, one of them between them said it, one of the two girls. And then I, I know that, damn. they did it in uh, Idle Hands too, which annoyed me. Like, I'm like, oh, how many? Yeah, yeah. And this isn't even covering the span of all movies just the horror movies we watch i wonder how many are going to use that terrible joke what's the number for 911 as if anybody but snl snl no it's not it's like it's so bad i don't even know it's no type of humor should be considered that kind of humor because it's nothing it's not it's it's, like a low-hanging fruit it's like everyone's made that joke already it's just and it's so inconceivable Nobody but Victor Crowley himself. Funny. Victor Crowley himself is the only one who doesn't know the number 911. 
Yeah, like he he doesn't even speak English. Like we never even got a canonical answer of him being able to speak. And I hope he never does. Well, um, we got as you a little ending. I was straight out of Friday the Thirteenth, which I don't mind. Like it was, yeah, was very dope. intentional. Yeah. Um, you know the music cues up. It's all happy there on the boat. I did like the little switcheroo action of the hand coming yeah, up. I, I knew something was up. Like I was like, yeah. like, dude, he's dead. He's fucking dead. There's no way because his hand's just like drifting there like that, not like reaching or moving at all. And then he's just chilling in the boat. Armless Victor Crowley loves an uh, ripping limbs. He's a that's a good like, signature. Grade A prankster, dude. I mean, I, I like all his moves. There's not a single stinker he ever pulls. Well, hey, we're still early in this journey. But hey, Fuck. as far as Hatchet 1, this is beat. This is beat. Come on, man. Give it a break. This is fun. Not as fun as a bag of dicks. This is beat as hell. The only thing scary is Uncle Remus meets Bruce Lee. I feel like I'm in Enter the Song of the South or some shit. There's no shortage of good clips from just this movie alone for segments. Oh, dude. Like, literally infinite material almost, just in the first one, too. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a little bit... Like, I, the first one's super stellar, and I have a lot of confidence that the second one and the third one will be all right, but I hope it doesn't, like, try to become serious. Here's my thing. I don't think it becomes serious, just from my own memory. And it could be because I watched them all in succession. This can happen, but I just mm-hmm. remember the magic didn't continue because it was pretty much the same thing, just on a lesser. Like it just didn't work as good as the first time. To me, that's what I remember. But it's been a long time, and I okay. forgot how much I really liked the first one. So I could be wrong. All right, I I'm still gonna have. See, what sucks is because this movie. I, I I genuinely really, really, really like. Like, it's going to be really Me highly too. rated. Well, IMDb, it's a 5.6. Okay, that's kind of really low. high. That's good. I mean, you would think it'd be higher, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, so far, what was our highest IMDb score that we've ever had? Wasn't it why like do you a, hit me with those? Huh? Why do you hit me with those questions? I don't it, like, I, didn't we have like a 6 at one point? Well, we've had higher than that. Candyman was higher than that. What's up? Candyman was higher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it like a 7.8 or 7.6? I know. I gave it like an 8.8. But yeah, I think it was definitely, it was probably, maybe in the sevens, very high sixes at least. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rotten Tomatoes audience has got a 45% with over 10,000 ratings. Damn. Okay. And a 55% tomato meter with the critics of 49 reviews it's pretty good okay it's good like judging off those reviews you would know it's a good horror movie but like i'm surprised it's not a little bit higher but 5.6 i guess that is pretty high on imdb just for like what it is it's early 2000s it's like it's just so nostalgic for that 80s slasher like I'm just surprised it doesn't cross over. I'm surprised it's not well, more well-known, you know, just as a regular yeah, movie right. that people would know. Cause, yeah, because I, I never heard it until you brought it up. It's nuts. I don't think that's that crazy. 
I mean, if you really like horror movies, you've seen it probably. But besides mm-hmm. that, like, yeah, it, I'm surprised it didn't become like the new, like whatever Jason or whatever of like the 2000s. Cause there's after a ghost phase, I don't know if there's ever like a face like that, like a. You know, this movie actually made me think too. It's like, damn, like, uh, Victor Crowley is ironically enough, he feels like another like horror icon in terms of like. As far as we're concerned, he is. Yeah, like, I mean, because he's a really solid character and, like, he doesn't have a lot of character, but that's what makes him. So, like, the kills, how he's treated in his own movies. And it's like, I wonder if we'll ever really get, like, another, like, Jason, Freddy, Like a new one. Like, Ghostface. Like, if we're ever going to get another, like, iconic, genuinely good, like, horror villain. Or if we're kind of just stuck in this perpetual, like, oh, well, we're bringing back Friday the 13th finally. Like, oh, yeah, we're getting Scream 6 now. Texas I think Chainsaw's that's what back. it is. It's really hard to get a phenomenon going, like a new phenomenon for horror. Like, I don't know. It's just like... You kind of had Pennywise. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Which is good. Even though that wasn't the first time yeah, it happened, it, it definitely restarted the whole thing for sure. Mm-hmm. So... That's close. That's the closest, probably. And yeah, it's, well, it's a different that, look. And then, like, a couple of, like, Malignant, I think is good. Nah. Obviously not a series, but... Nah, I don't think it will be. Yeah, like, it was a cool, like, a really, really cool villain, like, slasher design. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there are some we're just not thinking of. But not, yeah, not to the level of, like, literally, you go over and ask someone, like, in China right now, they would know who Freddy Krueger is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know so, if that'll ever It happen. is a shame, but Hatchet, it definitely feels like Jimmy... Or fuck, I, why do, I don't know why I want to call him Jimmy Crowler. Jimmy Crowler. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I want to call him that. Yeah, but Victor Crowley, he just... He is so strangely, like, such a great, like... I just wonder... Reference character to so many other slashers. That's the thing. I wonder if it was too much of an homage slash reference thing to like the Leatherface and the Jason that it was too much that like that's why it didn't stick us to just regular people that were like yeah it's one of those as opposed to being its own thing you know what although he's like a cult classic I think uh, Art the Clown is he should be yeah he should be he's one of those little dubious critters that he I feel like he's definitely iconic enough like if his movie got enough traction then he would definitely be like the next like Pennywise. We gotta go on the campaign then. And he's a I sick would... fuck too. Yeah, no, he's fucked up. Like he is really fucked up. So And Pennywise will hit you with that intellect and stuff, you know, he'll really you this, really you that. Art he's will the just Shakespearean prankster. Art will play with his poop over your dead corpse. He, he's he's a he's a freaky little guy. He he's a he's a little goofball. A true nut. He's a nutty boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you rating this, Riley? So, I have to be honest, this movie kind of does hit that if it was just like a montage of all the kills, it would be like out of the park, like but super high. But for me, the like quote unquote story we get the like little segue into the action, like the 40 minutes prior, 
is kind of like a little bit like lackluster. Like we get some wacky little funny characters here and there, which is nice. We get some dope ass cameos. But it kind of brings it down just a little bit. Because I, I really love this movie for the kills and that post 40 minute just shit goes down crazy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I want to give this movie a. Fuck. I want to I want to say, you know, fuck it now. Fuck it, dude. I'm going to give this a seven. Okay. Like, honestly, it, it left such a huge impact on me. Like, I didn't expect, like, I was going in to Hatchet blind. I had no expectations, literally none. Didn't even know it was a comedy until, like, figuring out, like, after 40 minutes of them just cracking jokes, doing silly stuff. I'm like, oh, shit, is this a horror comedy? Like, going in blind, getting what I got, bro, Victor Crowley Fuck shit up. Like you we you know, we've been talking about this for an hour, dude. The guy's a fucking player. Through and through, like an absolute savage. Like malice incarnate. You literally <laughs> name him anything you want doing with violence. He is a sick fucking dude. He's one sick. Sign puppy. this kid up. Draft this kid up for WWE for real. Yeah. Like like if I don't see him in the twenty twenty three roster, I don't think I'll ever watch WWE. They should be so lucky. For yeah, for real, right? Yeah, like at this point, they need to start grinding for his attention. Yeah, he's a big enough draw. I don't think he needs them, unless they like give him part ownership or something. He needs to do his own fucking WrestleMania. Jordan, what are you what are you rating this movie? His heyday, his I'm close. first appearance. I'm giving it a seven and a half. Okay, I wanted to do seven and a half, and I'm like, I don't want to go too too high. I know. I feel that. like I'm like this is a pretty high rating, but you know that's mm-hmm. how I felt, and like. I'm surprised I'm giving it such high rating, knowing I've seen it before and it being long enough that like I basically got to see it new. Like I just remember the general the gist of it. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I hope the rest of them like live up to it, but like for what this is, seeing the first of them and not having not gonna not like burn out by the idea or the character, like it is a lot of fluff. It's only half. Uh, deranged killer on the loose. Um, mm. I don't know why it somewhat worked maybe to me just because it wasn't like um, him. It was a different approach. Like, yeah, you have the opening, but between that, like, it it is kind of a tone shift as opposed to like him just picking people off and like people are separated. Like in like a Friday the 13th movie, people would be separated and be mm. getting picked off and then not all of them really catch on to the idea to like the very end. By then, most of them are dead. Whereas with this, it's like, even with the the music cues, there's like cutesy music and like like when they're on the boat <laughs> yeah. and stuff, there's like really it's like o- almost like really oh, yeah. funny, like it's yeah, an adventure like on the bus. Yeah, like it's a Forrest Gump movie or something. Like the music that's playing <laughs> and it's re- and it's really funny throughout. Yeah, and like yeah, the fluff is a comedy movie, and then the, like the rest of it is like a horror movie. Yeah, and then it just cranks your tits off <laughs> for the rest of it. Sign me up, like, and it kills I'm- the liver. Yeah, no, like, do I am honestly what I am waiting for, and that what I want truly. I mean, if they, you know, if they fuck up the story, whatever. It's not like the first one had a crazy strong one, if any at all. You know what I mean? I just there really isn't, and I'm okay with that. I think it would have been cringier if there's if they tried a little bit too much more. Yeah, 
I, I want them for the sequel and then the other two movies we're going to see after that to like just bring in more fucking malice. If you can get those kills, like those crazy WWE kills, I'm really hoping we don't lose that. I hope it doesn't devolve into like, I'm going to gouge out your eyes. I'm going to slit your throat. True. And th- throw that, you through a window. It's hard because they went so hard on this one. Like, I don't know if they're able to like all bangers. Yeah. So I, I'm curious. I'm not saying they don't do it. I'm just curious if they're able to keep it. So um, that, that's my only expectation for the movies going forward. Like, just keep up the really good kills. Yeah, that's pretty much all I want. Um, should I give you a tiny little spoiler about the second two? Or no? What are you specifically spoiling? Like, like, like when it occurs? Or? Like the time frame? Oh, the time frame. Uh, I'll hold it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll probably, because to be fair, I'm, I was thinking after seeing the ending of the first one, I'm like, are they just going to continue right off the ending of the first one for the second? Or are they just going to do like years later down the line or whatever? But I'll, I'll save that for like going in blind and being like, all right, what's going on? Like, how's the second one play out? I'm basically going in blind to the rest. Yeah. So if I thought I remember the first one, I definitely don't remember the second or the third. <laughs> and okay. I don't, I'm going to say I haven't seen Victor Crowley. I feel like I have, but if it, if it was 2017, I don't think I watched any of them that recently. So I, really I mean, don't. shit, dude. I'm, I'm kind of excited for the Heck fourth yeah. one because it's the newest one and with just updated visuals, hopefully they stick to the whole... Oh, you know what? I don't know if you know, but I would love to know whether or not Adam Green keeps that rule of no CGI throughout all the movies. I'm going to say yes. Then then I, I, I feel like I'm going to like the, the next three. Just because, and I don't remember specifically, but that would be pretty crazy if not. But maybe in 2017, you're right, a lot of time, that's 10 years, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, shit, dude. I, I'm just excited because if they keep pure practical for 2017 i'll feel right at home dude i'll feel spoiled all over again with uh steven kostansky and his practical effects i'm stoked for the rest of these yeah same well tell the people where they can find us that's it guys uh if you want to email us tell us what you thought about the movie or tell about any swamp locations you want to email us the directions for on google maps you can find us at our gmail which is house of the number 1000 horrors at gmail.com if you want to check us out on Twitter or Instagram, our handle is House1KHorrors. We post minimal but pretty funny uh, vines <laughs> from 2012. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We got funny little gifts, cute cat pics, whatever you guys' heart's content. Leave us some comments down there. Tell us what to post. Uh, dox us even if you can. That'd be dope. That'd be kind of funny. Jordan, anything else you want to say to the people? That's it. See you for Hatcha 2. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I'm stoked. See you guys. Peace. Cue in the WWE announcement. By God, he did it. <laughs>